it's amazing where people shit. <laughs> Dude, there was like, I pulled up one day and there was shit on the side of the building. I remember you telling me about this. The most disgusting. And you had to clean it up, didn't you? No, nah, I didn't clean it you up. Didn't we clean up? like hired somebody. <laughs> like, Dude, you gotta get a hose out here. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Wednesday morning here in uh, Dallas slash Richardson, Texas at the Shell Shock Studios HQ. I'm joined today with my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner, Josh, who's operating the controls over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you doing this morning? Dude, I don't love fall as much as you do. That's because you're a miserable fuck. Oh, God, Jeez. filled like, with head colds and runny noses. Well, it's not my fault you have a weak immune system. I'm telling you, man, I'm just... It's like the, <laughs> the entire season. I'm going like How a cold. to know that you like get raked over the coals from a leaf. Oh, God. I know. Relentless ragweed. <laughs> you make it sound so horrible. Like, I don't know. To me, it seems like there's more shit in the summer. There's way more pollen in the air. There's uh, way more stuff. Like in the fall, everything's way. dead. Like, what is there to be allergic to? It's all dead. It's dead and like going up my <laughs> I'm nostrils. I'm allergic to air is what it is. I can't eat a lactose oh, intolerant. God. I can't have that spicy milk either. I'll just, <laughs> I just protect myself with a big bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go to the fair today. I'm not looking forward to this. Girlfriend wants to go to the Texas State Fair, and I don't feel like dealing with this. Mm. We're going to go. Well, I read an article two days ago. Apparently, there was a rush of people, a mob of people that started running and simulating an active shooter, an active shooter. And it caused multiple groups of people to run. And then I saw that the article shared a TikTok video that showed it. And it showed parents, like, taking their children and covering them. And it's like, this is what our generation has turned into. Or this is what our society has turned into. People are doing this shit Mm -hmm. for social media. They're doing this for TikTok fame and bullshit. Meanwhile, they're causing so much just uh, anxiety, stress, uh, God knows what else, by simulating these stupid fucking things just to get a reaction. What's wrong with people? Just to get a reaction. And it, it's pathetic. This is what social media has created. So, uh, you know, when she has told she me been so, to the fair before? Not, not since she was seven. Okay. I was like, oh, it's it's changed quite a lot. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, not exactly the greatest people out there. You get kind of, I don't know. Let's just call them trash. Not the people that work there. I'm just talking people by and large that go out there and they're just they're troublemakers. And you can't go in there armed either. You have to go through security. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if I was carrying. It's like, okay, well, at least I can defend myself. But now I'm in there and I'm completely unarmed and I'm at the mercy of a criminal who probably did sneak a gun or whatever the case may be. And meanwhile, it's like, well, what am I supposed to rely upon? The cops? They're not there. 
Like this, that's like we, I told you this before the show. You were like, you'd feel more comfortable if there was more, if weapons were allowed in. Yeah. I agree. If you had cowboys walking around with yeah. open carry. Yeah. Six shoes. Well, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't do open carry. I, would, I think anybody that open carries, they're an idiot. You're, you're just an idiot. I don't know why you want to. Don't forget I said anything, man. <laughs> open carry just puts a target on your back. All you're doing is just showing off your pieces, all you're trying to do. Anyone that open carries, I'm sorry, you're a moron. I just I think that if you're going to be effective in combating a potential active shooter, the shooter, first and foremost, should not know that you're armed. Because if I was an active shooter and I'm going into a bank or whatever the case may be, and I see a dude with a pistol on a sip, that's the mm. first motherfucker I'm taking out. So basically, you're carrying your firearm for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and I think if somebody really wants to get a gun in... Oh, they're going to get in. Yeah, they're going right. to get a gun in. You're 100% right. Yeah. And that's the sad part about it. I know, but and I think those corn dogs are extremely overrated. I think the turkey legs used to be good. Even at the Ren Fairs, I've had the turkey legs, yeah. and it's way more gristle. It's just, I don't know, it feels like it's not as authentic as it used to be. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to change. I'm going to go there with an, oh, who am I kidding? No, I'm not. I'm going to go yeah, there with a bias already. Sucks. I've been to the fair, like, two years ago I went, and I was like, I'm never coming back to this shithole. Like, it's not uh, worth it. Yeah. I mean, people don't, like, these parents don't control their kids. They're running around all over the place, just screaming. Screaming high hell. And again, I know it's a fair. Yeah. I get that. I'm not trying. But I'm talking about kids that are like younger than teenagers that are unsupervised. Like anybody could snatch that kid up. Mm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I know. It's nuts to me. And people are okay with this. And I'm sitting there like, this is a different This is a different age, man. We do not live in the same uh, time frame that I grew up. And I was going to say that we grew up and you're, you're old. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Josh was playing with the fellow Israelite children while they were yeah. on the 40-year pilgrimage. <laughs> Moses, come here and look at this. <laughs> okay, bro, seriously. It's been 40 years. What the hell? Oh, my God. Can you imagine that, though? As far as, like, being um, with Moses, and you're born after they've exited Egypt, and you grew up, and you hit 40 years old wandering through the wilderness looking for the promised land, only to find out it was, like, literally right there. It's like, Moses, you are the worst land navigation guy. He, he, Moses had to be an officer. He had to be an officer. Maybe. So it's, that's, when, that's when Moses was a, uh, a second lieutenant. What's going on over there? <laughs> Josh was like, Moses, dude, what the hell? Like, seriously, bro, give me the map. Moses was like, I've got it, Josh. Knock it off. What's I'm in charge. On? You leave me alone. And Josh was like, look, I'm just saying, you know, about maybe two clicks back, we should have banged a hard left that it was right. Like, Josh? I'm sorry. Did God appoint you? No, he appointed me. Now shut up. Gummy really kicked in fast, didn't it? No, not <laughs> really. Like a full story there. <laughs> Did like, you have I, you have like a favorite fair food or a fair experience from You know, I'm sorry everybody hypes life? up the fried stuff. It's not that good. The fried uh, Twinkie is not that good. You know what I do love though? This was dick. the uh <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of powdered sugar. A little bit. <laughs> What's your favorite food? The uh, funnel cakes. That'll give you. Yes, yeah, the funnel, funnel cakes. cakes are good. Those yeah. are always solid. Yeah, I will give you anything fucking fried, yeah. except it, the Twinkies aren't very good. The Oreos yeah. aren't very good. Uh, but yeah, the funnel cakes, I think they do hit that nail on the head. So, oh my God. What's up, Rumble? What's going on, YouTube? What's up, Facebook? How goes it to the social media world? Uh, we got an interesting little thing we're going to do today. We're going to take a little quiz. I want to start doing this with our viewers and myself and Josh. And we're going to make this a little educational show. Um, but before we get into that, as you know, this show is sponsored by ShellshockCBD.com. Had a comment last night on my Instagram at John Burke Official. Uh, random followers just kind of like, hey, I heard you on Tim Cast's podcast last night as the ad. It's like, you guys are growing. And it was like, it was really cool to see that. Yeah. It's really nice to see that, you know, hey, we're getting our, our feelers out there. And hopefully the podcast is growing as well. People are sharing that with uh, with their friend, friends and family. We really appreciate that. So 
But again, check out shellshockcbd.com. We've got the Halo gummies. We've got the Rackout gummies. We've got the Booberry CBD oil. It just dropped. It's our Halloween special. It mm-hmm. tastes amazing. It's a limited run. Get it while you can because once Halloween is over, we're pulling this flavor. It's not coming back. Uh, we might do a re-release somewhere. Down. Actually, probably not. We're probably going to do a whole different flavor next Halloween. Yeah. Um, so it's a cool little collector's bottle. You can check it out. Uh, and don't forget, code Burke will save you 10%. You can check that out as well. And, uh, yeah, support a, uh, the fastest-growing veteran podcast in the office. Uh, no. <laughs> we, we do appreciate all the love and support. But anyway, so I was just thinking this morning. I was like, how familiar are we with the actual Constitution? How much do we and the viewers and the, uh, the listeners actually know about the Constitution? So we're going to take a quiz. Josh doesn't know about this. I literally I told him, I was like, hey, pull up the Price is Right theme song music because we're going to take a quiz. He doesn't know what's coming. So we're going to have a little group uh, a little group educational thing. We're not going to make fun of people. If you don't know something, it's fine. That's the whole purpose behind this is to educate people. Kind of, uh, We're taking it back to the fifth or fourth grade whenever they tell you about the Constitution. So, All right, let's do this. You ready? Roll it. All right. What does he want? Come on down. You've got a lifetime supply of these nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here we go. All right. Okay, you can cut it. Jesus. I'm like giving you signals over I love here. That song. <laughs> all right. All right, John. Okay. Gee. All right, here we go. This is coming to us from momsforamerica.us quiz slash constitution. It says, at a loss or a constitutional boss, take the quiz and find out. All right, so question one is the preamble scramble. Oh, man, I hope we do good on this. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Question one. It all begins with the Constitution's preamble, which includes these famous words. A, among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. B, in order to form a more perfect union, C, brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty, or D, duh, all three are in the preamble. What are you going with? Uh, you go first. <laughs> I'm going to go with D, all three. You're really enjoying <laughs> I missed the whole question. Like, <laughs> so it's a Jeopardy theme song in the chat, and I was like, you know what? You're uh, right, Aaron. I'm going to right. go with uh, all of the above. Uh, chat, what are we saying? We got a B, we got a D, uh, we got a D, a lot of D's, a lot of D's nuts. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, where are the fucking answers? Get the answers. Oh, wait a minute. Come on. Give me, give me the fucking answers. Everybody says D. Yeah. These nuts. Actually, I'm going with group think. Group think. D for me. All right. That didn't sound good. Oh, oh, you actually have to fill the quiz out as you go. Okay, we're, we're going to get there, folks. We're going to get there. All right, we're going with uh, D, all these above. All right, you can you can cancel the music now. Jesus. Jeez. All right, question two. Y'all better know this. What are the three branches of government? A, executive, administrative, and judicial. B, legislative, legal, executive. C, judges, organizational, Executive or D, judicial, legislative, and executive. Which one are we going with? Last one. You're going with D? Yeah. I'm going to go with D as well. Judicial, legislative, executive. Uh, we'll see what the chat is going to say. <clears throat> Actually, it's just two. Oh, yeah, everybody's saying D. Everybody's saying D. D's nuts. It's awesome. Everybody come to Rumble. Come on over to Rumble. All right, we're going to go with D. All right, question three. 
this is true or false. So this is easy. You got a 50-50 shot. Because the First Amendment, you can worship as you wish so long as your religious activity doesn't offend those who freely chosen not to believe. True or false? Read it again. Because of the First Amendment, you can worship as you wish so long as your religious activity doesn't offend those who have freely chosen not to believe. I don't know. To offend? I'm going false. Yeah. You can worship whatever you want, even if it offends other people. We're going false. B on that one. All right. Question four. Delegates at the 1787 Constitutional Convention gave it a unanimous thumbs up. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I don't know that one. Delegates at the 1787 Constitutional Convention gave it a unanimous thumbs up. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say false because nobody could agree fully on anything. There had to be some pissed off person. Well, it's not written the way I want it written. I'm going to go. What do we say? We saying true or false? I'm going to go true. All right, we'll go true. We're going to go true. Uh, Mark number four. That's what we disagreed on. So we'll say. say. I'm saying false. All right. It's like false is filling up the chat. We only got 10 questions. Thank God. Okay. Uh, The first 10 amendments were written by A, James Madison. B, Thomas Jefferson, C, John Adams, or D, the president? (laughs) Well, we can rule D out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, or John Adams? The first 10 amendments. James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, or John Adams? Who are you going with? I'm kind of thinking Adams. I'm going to go with Adams as well. I, I should know this. I should know this. It wasn't James Madison. It was between, I think, because Adams was before Jefferson, uh, right? Yeah, wasn't John Adams president before Jefferson? Hobo Chili says Jewish people. <laughs> <How about you? laughs> Easy, Kanye. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> uh, I'm going John Adams. I'm going to go J.A. Okay. All right. Are we agreeing on that one? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go C for five. Let me mark that one. John Adams. Probably getting that one wrong, but whatever. All right. The first 10 are referred, or wait, the first 10 are referred to as Articles of Confederation, Articulorum Momenti, the Bill of Rights, Articles of Inalienable Rights. The first 10. Okay, so talking about the amendments. Okay, the first 10 amendments are the Articles of Confederation, Articulorum Momenti, the Bill of Rights, or Articles of Inalienable Rights. I'm sorry. A, Articles of Confederation. B, Articulorum Momenti. C, the Bill of Rights. Or D, Articles of Inalienable Rights. I'm going with C, Bill of Rights. I don't know. That second one sounded like something from Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) You going with B? Uh, What do you want to go with? A, Articles of Confederation. I think I'm going to go with... uh, Articles of Confederation. That's not it. I can tell you that right now. That's not it. C. I'm going to go with C. All right. We're going with Bill of Rights. The separation of church and state. I have not pre-read these questions, by the way. I've not looked over this quiz. So here we go. The separation of church and state shields churches from government overreach and protects the independent function of government and is found in which often quoted amendment? A, Amendment 3. B, Amendment 17. C, not an amendment. It's in Article 6. And D, are you kidding me with this question? I'm pretty sure we can rule out D. Uh, I'm going to go with C. It's not in the amendment. It's in Article 6 because I don't remember... I don't ever, ever remember reading that because it's a common argument point that people say there is literally nothing in there that says anything about the separation of church and state, even though Thomas Jefferson was in favor of it. I'm going to go with Article 6, but I have to look up Article 6. I'm saying C. What do you think? 
I'm going to go D. You're going to go D? Are you kidding me with this? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. All right, we're going with C. Mark seven. Okay. Seven's the one. Are you kidding me with this question? That's yeah. Actually, wait. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to go with Article 6. All right, number eight. <clears throat> if both the president and vice president are unable to continue to serve, who is next in line to become president? Isn't that the Speaker of the House? Yeah. Yeah, Speaker of the House, C. Oh, fuck. Sorry, I shouldn't have given that my bad. What is it? C? Uh, the, yeah, it's C. Is, okay, so the options are A, Chief of Staff, B, Ranking Senator from the, op the Opposition Party, C, Speaker of the House, or D, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. We're both saying C. Yeah. Uh, which of these is not an expressed power of the federal government? Coin money. Provide, I'm sorry, A is coin money. B, provide K through 12 education. C, declare war. Or D, establish post office. Um, okay, well, they control the Fed, so coin money's out. Provide K through 12 education. Uh, yeah, that's federal. Pay. That's 8% of the federal budget. And then C, declare war. It's not an express power of the federal government. Well, Congress declares war. Um, you're going to provide K through 12 education? And I think so. D is established. Yeah, because post office is federal. Declare war is Congress. Coin money is the Fed. Provide K through 12 education. That's not federal? I know it's state. Uh, no, you're right. It is state. It's state level and it's federally funded as well, though. Because it's the 8% of the it federal budget. Yeah. 8% of the federal budget goes toward. Well, I don't know if it's state, but it does go towards uh, education. Okay. So we'll go. We're both in agreements on B? Yeah. Okay. All right, and 10, the final question. The constitutional strategy to prevent one branch of government to become from becoming too powerful is called A, freedom of the press, B, rule of law, or C, checks and balances, and D, limited designated power. Once again, the constitutional strategy to prevent one branch of government from becoming too powerful is called A, freedom of the press, B, rule of law, C, checks and balances, or D, limited designated power. I'm going C. I'm going C. Checks and balances. <clears throat> checks and balances. Although D does sound uh, close. All right, so let's get the answers. Let's click on this one, and here we go. Away we go. All right. To get your answers, just fill out this questionnaire. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Here we go. There's a problem with your submission. What the fuck? No, oh, it wants me to answer all the fucking... Okay, it wants me to put my shit in there. Yeah, I told you. All right. Name, Mike, crotch, email, dsnuts at yahoo.com. All right, let's click that in there. <clears throat> See what it does. It better not email me the results. I'm I think it's going to email you the results. It's probably going to email me the results. I'm going to be pissed. Here we go. Here's the answers. All right. Um, well, they're not... Here's the answers. Hold on. Let me get the side-by-side. -side. Oh, Jesus. The way they do this is very rinky-dink. <clears throat> all right. Answer to question one. It, it, it all begins with the Constitution's preamble, which includes these famous words. The correct answer is B. Option A is from the Declaration of Independence, and C is part of the Gettysburg Address. Fuck, oh, that got me on that one. Oh, did terrible. So it would be in order to form a more perfect union. We got that one wrong. Got that wrong. Um, number two is what are the three branches of government? Judicial, legislative, executive. We got that one right. Uh, number three. Um, because of the First Amendment, you can worship as you please, as long as you don't offend anybody. Uh, the answer is false. We got that one right. Mm -hmm. Woo! Number four. Uh, delegates of the 1787 Constitutional Convention gave it a unanimous thumbs up. 
The correct answer was B, false. Okay, you got that one. I yeah. Was wrong. There's no way a bunch of old dudes like that are going to come in that. Yeah, uh, no way. No way. Benjamin Franklin's like, Jefferson, are you fucking kidding me with this? Are you serious? You want to put in there to like have sex with black women? Are you kidding me right now? Just because you have three black children. Come on now, dude. This is ridiculous. We're not putting it in. <laughs> we're not eliminating slavery. Wink, wink. We know what we're doing. Wink, wink. Equal, equal rights. Wink, wink. I will admit that. All right. The first 10 amendments were written by uh, James Madison. Okay. We oh. said, I said John Adams. Yeah, I did too. I think I selected the wrong thing, though, because it says we got it right. So it was James Madison. No shit. Was oh. Madison before Adams? Hmm. Interesting. Number six. Those first 10 are referred to as, and C is correct, the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. It's not the Articles of Confederation or the Harry Potter Articulomor blah, 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 or Articles of Navy Rights. All right. Number seven, the separation of church and state shields the church from government over blah, blah, blah. And the correct answer is... Uh, D, the separation of church and state is not in the Constitution or any founding document. I knew, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Because the only thing that people resort back to is the Treaty of Tripoli uh, and the letter that Jefferson actually wrote where he talked about it. What question was that? Um, uh, the separation of church and state. Where is it found? Was it number six or number it seven? It is number seven. It's D. Okay, I was right. And it says, are you kidding me with these questions? You were you were right. And I was like, I see what you're doing uh -huh. there. I was going with not in the amendment. It's in Article 6, but I have to read Article 6. But I was like, I remember it's not in any amendments, and it's true. It, it, fuck, I should have went yeah. with my gut on that one. But you're right. Yeah, I am right. Shut so the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody in the chat's like, well, back to Saturday morning cartoons for uh, the I'm just a girl. <laughs> this is basic shit that we should know, but in reality, it's kind of like we have the advanced stuff, but it's like we don't know the basic shit. That's why we do this. You know, that's why we're doing this, to educate the people. All right, uh, question eight. If both president blah, 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 can't be there, who's in charge? And the answer is C. We were correct, um, the Speaker of the House. Number nine, which of these is not an express power of the federal government? Uh, B, the creation of schools and a function of states, not the federal government. Wait. Yes, yeah, so we were right. Provide K-12 education. We got that one right. Um, and then 10, the constitutional strategy to prevent one branch of governing government becoming too powered is called C, checks and balances. Yeah. So we got like two wrong? <laughs> yeah. No, two wrong, that ain't bad. Two that out of ten? We got like a what, an 80? We got an 80. That's passing. It's passing. It's enough to host your own of podcast the, over uh, politics. Chad <laughs> did point out that you spelled Nevada wrong at the uh, Oh, I did? In the title here. Nevada. Oh, I did. Yeah, my bad. I'll fix that. Nevada. Nevada. So there you have it. What do y'all think? Y'all want to do more of these in the future? <laughs> I think we should do. we should do more of these. We just learned that James Madison wrote the first ten amendments. Respect. Did not know that. Um, interesting. I always thought he was gay. Me too. I mean, you know, or whatever, whatever. You know, guy, cool. he writes a, a mean bill. He does. <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows what he's. He knows his uh, way around yeah. a bill. So that's interesting. I like the fact that we uh, that we, we did that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So there you have it. That is your first official Savage Quiz. Uh, and yeah, we took that together. That was a lot of fun. I feel like we learned a lot. We went on a journey together and now we're all better for it. You were a little bit. Uh, definitely. Yeah. People are saying definitely do these again. Hell yeah. Remind me daily how much crap I forgot from school. I agree. Overwhelming support in the chat. Know, Overwhelming yeah. support on Rumble. I should say when my kid comes home with common core math, I'm like, uh, fuck Laura, get in here. <laughs> it's the truth though, because we forget this. Like, I'm sorry. Look, I'll be honest with you. I still, to this day, have not used algebra. 
I haven't used it. I, I know. Didn't use it in the army. I'm not. We haven't used it in business. I called Karen. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I mean, that's what we. That's what we pay our accountant for. <laughs> that's we don't. We don't deal with this shit. Oh my god. Where's my abacus? Oh, my God. Well, let's get into the news, folks. And if you enjoyed that quiz, make sure you subscribe over here on Rumble. We appreciate you being here and growing the podcast together. All right, exclusive. RNC passes record milestone before midterms. 78 million voter contacts, 1 million volunteers. Uh, Republican National Committee, the RNC, which first shared the information with Breitbart News, surpassed two massive milestones over the weekend, with three weeks left before the midterm election. Over the past weekend, the RNC passed two record milestones with over 78 million voter contacts made cycle to date and over 1 million engaged volunteers. During the 28 midterm election cycle, the committee could only make 78 million voter contacts through the entire cycle. However, since then, the RNC has successfully made multi-million dollar investments into its data-driven ground game, which helped them surpass the 2018 mark with three weeks left before the election. RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel told Breitbart News that she is proud of the work we've done at the RNC to provide the necessary resources and investments to carry our candidate across the finish line in just three short weeks. You know, it's a fucking shame that everything revolves around money and the political cycles and stuff. It's how much money are you raising? And yet we sit here and, you know, Democrats whine and large by like, oh, why can't Elon donate money for like world hunger and shit? It's like, why don't you donate your money towards these political people towards world hunger? Like, think about it. I mean, yep. that's, that's just in general. Like, it's ridiculous, but I get it. I mean, because you have to have money to put the signs out there. you got to create the bill or the uh, the freaking handouts, the flyers. Sure. Otherwise, how else? I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of people putting money through Facebook as well as getting ad exposure. Yeah. I personally wouldn't. Like, fuck those motherfuckers. But, yeah. That's interesting to say. Um, all right. Justin Trudeau, cuck of the North, says something really interesting, which is embraced by a lot of leftists out there. And he's actually right here. Well, not right, but he's confirming what most leftists, I think, are actually pushing for to include the Bidens. Justin Trudeau says Ukraine war absolutely accelerating the end of fossil fuels. It's never going to happen. We're always going to have fossil fuels. It's never going to happen. To go full electric, that's impossible. It's impossible. The generators, I mean, come on. I know. How did, how did Tesla do it? Uh, the the guy Nikola Tesla, not Tesla, the uh, car factory. He had he had uh, the fucking the generators. He had right. generators that actually powered the electricity. That's how we learned how to do that. Yeah. As far as like him going full electric, I don't I don't think he ever did. Really? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I have to look into that. There has to be something that generates the electricity. Right. You can't just get the the solar. I mean, I don't know. To me, then again, you know, I'm not an electrician. Let me backtrack on that. I do know. That, for example, with solar and everything else, like it gets converted into electricity, but to keep the power itself on requires fossil, fossil fuel. fuel. There it is. Yeah, fossil really? fuel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, option D. I don't fossil know. Fuels. I'm going to look into it a little bit more. I think it's interesting. Trudeau asserted that Europe's heavy reliance on Russian oil and natural gas clearly endangered the continent and positioned countries like Canada with its own abundant natural resources to usurp the dominance that tyrannies like Russia. And China have taken both fossil fuels and industries such as the rare earth metals used for many of the products necessary for a green economy. Some people said hamsters. (laughs) Hamsters generate the power. What if we had that? What if we just had a bunch of hamsters running on wheels with like things of hamsters on each? Okay, real quick. This is going to sound really stupid, but I don't care. Um, Where do hamsters come from originally? Hmm. Does anybody know? Because somebody asked me where ferrets come from and I was like, I... I don't know. The pet store? Yeah, I was about to say, well, I got mine from fucking Petco or whatever. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Where, where do hamsters uh, originally come from? I, I imagine it's a woodland environment. Ferrets, I would imagine it's the same. I don't know. 
It's a good question. I've never I've never thought uh, the thought rat about family. That. Yeah, I mean I've never thought about that. And clearly nobody in chat knows because nobody's answering. <laughs> they said space. space. Two people said space. Hamsters are rodents belonging yeah. to the subfamily. Uh, contains 19 species, classified in seven genre. Where'd they come from, though? Uh, Richard Geard's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you said that in the chat, Richard Geard. <laughs> See, everybody I knows. Know they That's have what them Richard in the wild. At. I'm talking about where they came from originally. Like where we, oh He my pooped God. them out. Oh, my God. That's why we can't ask questions on the show. <laughs> we just want a serious answer so we can learn. We're in a learning mood today. My God. Uh, anyway, Russia first invaded Ukraine in 2014, a year before Trudeau became prime minister and uh, colonized its Crimean, uh, I'm sorry, Crimean Peninsula. The world reacted to the first eight years of war in Ukraine with marked apathy before this February when Russian Vladimir Putin announced a special operations to liberate the entire country from Nazism. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who is Jewish, has vehemently denied that he and his government, once derided as pro-Russian, was Nazi and regularly urges the world to fund and arm Kiev. And yet many of us, so they have the Azov Battalion, you've got his leaders that are literally wearing swastikas on their bracelets. Yes, 100%. 100%. There, are not, there is Nazism within Ukraine. Mm -hmm. There is Nazism there. There's no denying that. None. You can't. The photos are out there. And I'm not seeing any minorities over there but either. But they're the good kind. But they're the good kind of Nazis. Like, what's, <laughs> what is the good kind of Nazis? They're fighting the Russians, so they're, they're the good the Russians, Nazis. So oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's true. We'll, we'll take you. It's like they got a re rebirth of World War II. The Nazis going after the Russians. Like, America this time should be like, you know what? Easy, guys. Let's just let know. them deal with this shit because, you know, because Patton, a lot of people didn't know this. After World War II, Patton didn't want to stop. He wanted to go take out fucking Stalin. Really? He's like, let's go after the Russians now. They're weak. Let's hit them. Patton wanted to. Patton was, he knew better. Yeah. He was like, we're eventually going to have to fight him. Let's get him now. Well, Patton was right. Before the car crash took him out back in 45, I think. Is that right? Mm -hmm. He died in car crash. Or he died from that. a car crash, yeah. Hmm. But he, he wanted to keep going. Convenient. Convenient, yeah. I love how, like, right now the left is embracing this whole ideology of how right is embracing a Putin. Like, everybody's a Putin apologist on the right. Republicans, and this is a crazy thing. Uh, I saw on Twitter because Twitter is just where all the cesspool retards of the internet go. Like, you ever seen that movie Ready Player One? <clears throat> where they so basically, as society progresses, everybody goes broke, but everybody can still afford VR. So they go into this place called the Oasis. When they put on their VR headsets, they go to the Oasis, where it's like this massive gaming world, world where you can do anything, any game, any whatever. You create your avatar. Anyway, where was I going with this? What was I talking about before this? Jesus. I just I was having flashbacks to the movie in my head. Uh, um, God, what were you talking about? Russia? Russia. People wanting us to... Or yeah. Uh, basically, the right is embracing of Putin, yeah. Putin apologists. And when I went on... That's what Twitter is, by the way. Twitter is that world, that virtual reality of stupid asses, like dumb asses. That's where you go. So when you put on the VR goggles to go into the Twitter virtue, you're dealing with literally the scum of the earth, the stupidest motherfuckers there are. But I've seen, and I've seen this on Twitter. More and more leftists, like that that Brooklyn guy, whoever this douchebag little cuck is, he's got like over a million followers. It's Brooklyn Dad Defiant. Oh god, this guy takes more he can't L's. Be real. He's he's real. I think he's real. He's one hundred percent real. Um, like you look at this douchebag, and he's so fucking stupid. So dumb. Now, I get political commentators I disagree with, but there are different levels to people. Because I will yeah, tell you, there are some so people that are very intelligent. They make very good sound points. So, but I still disagree for certain reasons or. Whatever. Whatever the case may be, this dude, 
literally comes out, and in his comments section, he's talking about, or he, he basically said that if Republicans win back the House, that we are going to cut off Ukraine, and therefore we are therefore in support of Putin. This is what Democrats do. They say, we're going to set the parameters of this example. Option A, you support Ukraine, or option B, you support Putin. Or, well, dumbasses like this don't seem to understand. There is an option C. It's none of our fucking business. Yeah. You can. That's where I stand. Yeah. I don't care for Putin, but I don't give a fuck about Ukraine either. Not my problem. I think it's terrible. I mean, you got compassion for somebody and not, you know, uh, compassion for throw I feel all compassion. your dogs into the fight. I feel you compassion know I mean? for the innocent civilians that had nothing yeah, to do with absolutely. this. This is all world leaders that are getting us into these fucking wars. Yeah. It's not the even most. I think I feel by and large, and when they don't censor it, most Russians. And I, I dance tango with a Russian lady who's from there, and they do flights and stuff. She goes, most Russians don't want this war. Sure. They're silenced. They're arrested. This is the leadership. This is the tyranny of Vladimir Putin. Mm -hmm. So it just seems over and over again, it is the elites, it is the upper class, it is the political types that are getting us into these issues. And meanwhile, it's not them dying. It's us. Mm -hmm. We are the ones dying. So the option now is that if you don't support funding the war in Ukraine, you now are a Putin apologist. Well... The problem with this is there were many Republicans that were for the war in Ukraine and still are for funding the war in Ukraine. So this Brooklyn dad defiant, these people are some of the stupidest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. And in the comments section, and beware, don't go in the comments section on an idiot like his page. You're just, you're going to go down this rabbit hole of just utter retardation. The stupidest takes you've ever heard in your entire life. You're like, who the fuck ties your shoes? I know. Like, seriously, how are you even breathing right now? You have to be wearing a set of headphones that tell you, breathe in, breathe out. Like, you are literally the dumbest people on this fucking planet. Like, if we'd been back in the olden age, someone would have made slaves out of you. You're that stupid. You're worthless. You have no way to think you'd be, you'd be somebody's slaves. That's Probably. the truth. Mm -hmm. this, and the, and hit, wait till I tell you what he says. Not the Brooklyn dad defined, although it's close. This guy in the comments, it, it struck me so funny. He's like, there's no way this guy actually believes us. He said, Demo, or he said, Republicans are against abortion. Therefore, they're in favor of rape and incest. They, support, they support rape and incest. Like, ah, we got him. <laughs> that you didn't score the point I think you thought you scored. Like, yeah. bro, are you fucking retarded? Johnson, you're brilliant. <laughs> it's like some of the stupidest motherfuckers I have ever seen. You read these <laughs> comments, it's like, wait, who, how... How, how is Darwinism not taking you out? Like you, that is the stupidest take. It's like I'm sorry, people like you should not be allowed on the internet because your takes are so. Even Democrats, fellow Democrats, can be like, wait, bro, that come on, come on, who let this idiot out here? I think it's uh, a lot of people from Fiverr because you could go on Fiverr and hire just legions of people to just to go into the chat room. Oh, you can, yeah. On Fiverr? Yeah. I thought Fiverr was for graphics and stuff. You get anything. You can Stop. Get, yeah, remember when Pody Pie, yeah, he got the black dudes to hold up hold the anti-Semitic or drop the N-word or whatever? Yeah, whatever it was. I yeah. can't remember, but yeah, yeah, just to see if he could do it. He and did that through Fiverr? Yeah, he did it through wow. Fiverr. That must so, have been some great advertisement for them. Because I was looking at some stuff for us to, for, for some work. We're obviously. not having anybody. No, no, no. But that, that was one of the things that came up is I'm like, you know, what's so ask, you know, just question some of these guys over there. Yeah, and, let's get the Palestinians to hold he, up something. He starts telling me how uh, he'd go in, he'll go in the chat rooms and he'll make comments and push people here. So I think they, hmm. they use these types of services. I to, wouldn't doubt it. Uh, I would in, inflate their numbers. How would, oh, yeah. So well, I mean, Elon even said it's, yeah. it's suspected upwards it's, of 20% right. are bot users. Yeah. So, yeah, so that sense. would be per So you have like the. But I mean, even Because they're over in 
Turkey, yeah. Saudi, like the Middle East, yeah. a lot of those countries, some, some Asia countries. So, yeah. you know, these people. Oh, there's a massive psyop going on. That's oh, for yeah. sure. They, they so create they, this perception that there are right. way more people on the left than we think. It's like, no, it's not. You're, losing, you're losing a lot of support because the insanity of your party, it's, it's essentially you're demonizing yourselves. And more and more people are jumping from the sinking ship saying this has just gone beyond the realm of common sense. Like, yeah. this is too much. So I would almost guarantee that's what happens here on Twitter. That they uh, use oh, these, yeah, yeah, those types of services yeah. where they go out and they farm it out and they get these people to come in, leave comments, <laughs> leave the comments yeah. that they give them to put in there. And yeah. I mean, you know, he says like, we'll screenshot it. I'll send it back to you. So, you know, that I'm like, OK, well, that doesn't sound very. What happened now? Uh, when, he, when <gasps> oh, I was talking oh, oh. to you were ta- okay. one of these uh, one of the guys on on Fiverr about mm-hmm. I, I just kind of came. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm. So but that's what I think happens. What were you going to hire him to do for us? Uh, I was looking for digital marketing stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, for like graphic stuff. Yeah. And that's what I've used them for. Right. That and Shutterstock. Yeah. So, so it's, you know, little, little pro tip for you guys. Like Fiverr, it's very affordable. Yeah. Like I found people to do our graphics um, for like, or not ours, but like graphics that I've done in the past for like 25, 30, 50 bucks. Yeah. They'll create a logo and very good. And they'll give you all the, f- the vectored files as well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely worth it. So if you're a small business owner, yeah. or whatever, and you're looking for cr- custom graphics, Fiverr, and this, we're not sponsored by them. Yeah, we're not but, sponsored uh, And then Shutterstock, for like 10 bucks a month, you get access to like 20 free images. Mm-hmm. I use that for Tavern Tankards. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, when a lot of people are starting out, they don't really have access to graphic designers, things such as that. So they got to do it themselves. That's easier. That's a very easy way to do it. It's yeah. the easiest way I did it. Now, of course, eventually you do want to hire a graphic designer to give you the custom stuff you need, mm-hmm. not the generic stuff. But in the meantime, when you're first starting out, use the generic if you can afford it yeah some of these um, guys are really good oh i mean yeah, they're, they're just incredible. trying to build their portfolio portfolio yeah so, uh, a lot of talent like web service stuff you know oh, yeah. a lot of stuff but i didn't know yeah. they offered all those services i thought it was just yeah, primarily keep graphics dig- and digging, stuff. digging deep into what what kind of services they offer hmm. it's like huh damn can they rig an election i seriously <laughs> that's probably can you make ballots can you make ballots well speaking of that i posted it today on instagram uh california's riverside county mails five thousand duplicate ballots the registrar promises won't count wink wink <laughs> oh, well, there we go okay that, i thought mine was better but whatever okay we'll go with that one um the registrar of Riverside County, California, announced Monday that 5,000 duplicate ballots had been sent by mail, but that none of them would count if voters tried to vote twice. And you wonder why people accuse you of stolen elections and rigged elections. It's things just like this. Just like this. Because, folks, let's not even pretend that if the GOP or a, a county reg, a GOP, a right-leaning county announced a mistake like this, you really think Democrats would not jump all over this and say, oh, they're cheating. Come on. Yeah. Be fair. Of course, asking a liberal to be fair is like yeah. fucking asking a zebra to be <laughs> unstriped. What would what would Stacey Abrams do? <laughs> Deny the fact that she yeah. said that the election was stolen. It's like, I didn't no, say I, that. I didn't say that at all. It's like crazy. there's literally video of you doing I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Give me a twinkie. I don't know if that she does. That doesn't. That's not what she sounds like remotely. But that's just my Stacey Abrams. <laughs> Approximately five thousand duplicate ballots were erroneously mailed to some voters in Riverside County. A computer system error mistakenly mistakenly generated. Dupl- okay, wait. A computer system error? No, 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 no. Computer system error does not happen unless there's a user user issue, a user error. That computer's not going to do anything on its own. You have to tell it to do something. Somebody fucked up on that one. Don't blame the computer. It's funny. 
It's funny. Like, Democrats are big on this. Don't blame the, the user. Blame the gun. Don't mm. blame the operator. Blame the computer. Get the fuck out of here with this. If, as long as we can shift responsibility onto something else entirely that doesn't have a human entity, we can blame that because they're not, who cares? That's what Democrats do. Mm-hmm. Have you not noticed that? I'm sure you have. Because our, our, our listening audience are very intelligent people. We have, we have very according intelligent to this people. According quiz, they are. According to this quiz. Yeah, we, we did pretty good. We did pretty good. Two, I mean, eight out of 10. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. And to be fair, again, who wrote the first 10 amendments? I did not know that. I did not know that. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Don't worry. We will fix the uh, the title. Of I'll the- fix Nevada. <laughs> Chill out. All right, everybody. Chill out. I'll fix the title. Uh, it's important to note that none of the duplicate ballots will result in a voter being able to cast more than one ballot, said Registrar of Voters Rebecca Spencer. I take election integrity seriously and apologize for the inconvenience. <sighs> I'm sorry. Listening to bullshit makes me tired. I just want to go to sleep when I hear people lying like that. It's not going to count what? Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. Each vote by mail envelope has a barcode. When the barcode is scanned and is accepted at the registrar of vote, it doesn't even matter. I don't care how the process works. You will rig it. You will rig it. Stop. Stop playing. Girl, why you playing? Why you playing, girl? Hmm? Girl, Get the fuck out of here. Come on now. Get the fuck out of here. Well, the Nord Stream detonation that occurred, apparently over 150 feet of Nord Stream pipeline gone as Denmark confirms explosion. And once again, Denmark is late to the party. <laughs> it's like, no shit, that happened like three weeks ago. Around 100... Hey, God, Denmark here. We have determined it is an explosion. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we figured that out weeks ago. Do uh, you guys want to catch up to speed? I mean, you're great at chocolate and all that stuff, but leave technology to other people. No, I'm fine. I'm playing... If there's any Denmarkian people out there that listen to the show, which is highly unlikely, but love if they the do, Dutch. love the Dutch. Your wooden shoes are fucking great. Love the wooden shoes. The Dutch oven is hilarious. The Dutch oven is great. <laughs> glad, glad you invented that. The, the, the Dutch rudder, the same thing. It's just incredible. <laughs> Dutch, Dutch have contributed so much to culture. God bless you. You make amazing watches. Oh, no, wait, that's the Swiss. Them and the, the hot Swiss. chocolate, but we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, man. What's your plan? I just play, man. Don't get mad. John John Burke uncensored. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited to go. Uh, we're spending Christmas in Europe, and I love to be able to say that. I love being able to do that. Oh, uh, spending uh, Christmas in Europe. No, I'm taking, I'm taking, with the Tango crew and I and some other people are going to Dubai for Thanksgiving, and then a few of us are going to Europe, and we're going to go, we're going to land in London. I have never been to the, to London. I'm excited about that. I want to go tour, uh, and I want to see Shakespeare's original theater. I did not know that was over there. I want to go see that, and I know you're looking at me like I'm homosexual, and that's fine. I don't no, care. I love London, man. I've, I've been <laughs> I'm there. I'm talking about Shakespeare. Time. It's really cool. Like, I saw your your, your judgment eyes so the kick in when I said Shakespeare. I like, oh, God, this uh, freaking gay boy. as soon as you walk in. I'm like, <laughs> there he is. Oh, <laughs> penis, my penis. Fair penis. How shall I describe thee? Wrinkled, veiny, and saggy. <laughs> Here comes that rope sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fuck me! But I, no, London's a great, it's a great city, man. Yeah, I, okay. I, I really like England. I'm, I'm hoping big. I don't get stabbed by a Muslim immigrant. Yeah, that that would ruin it <laughs> for sure. Ah, oh, damn it! They, they have socialized it's medicine over there. So. Somebody throws acid on me. Can I just get shot like an American does? Come on, 
using this fucking getting stabbed her ass and thrown on me. I'm gonna make sure the freaking girlfriend wears a hijab and yeah, you know. Put this hijab on. Yeah. We're gonna but anyway, we're gonna tour that, but I'm really excited about letting her try Gluvine. You ever had Gluvine? Uh no, I haven't. Uh, Gluvine is a warm wine that you drink and it warms you. It's so good. I had it uh when I was stationed in Germany, a couple of us went and That's went up to France and then we went snowboarding in Switzerland. And that was my first time trying Gluvine. And I remember it was, like it was it was slightly tart, really sweet, but you you, you served it warm. And it, it actually, it's like the same effect of whiskey. It just warms you up inside. It's a really good, hmm. really good wine. It's called Gluvine. Um, so I'm excited to try that. And then we're going to go over to Scotland, tour some of the castles. I'm going to link back up with Irish Rob. Okay. If you don't remember Irish Rob, the last time I went to Ireland, um, he was our tour guide. Fucking funny dude. Amazingly funny guy. Uh, Irish Rob's going to meet us in Scotland. We're going to go drink. Uh, he's going to show us some of the castles. And then we're going to spend uh, New Year's in Paris. That's going to be amazing. I'm going to go, and I know this sounds really gay, but I don't fucking care. The girlfriend and I are going to take a, pro- a professional photo in a tango pose in front of the Eiffel Tower. And we're going to have that framed and, and hung in the house. I want that. Okay. I want to be able to do a romantic tango pose in front of the Eiffel Tower. Good for you. And then have another buddy of mine, Eiffel Tower, my girlfriend with me. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not playing. She doesn't listen to podcasts, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I'm, I'm excited to do that. She's never been to Europe. Um, I hadn't. I have not been to France, Paris specifically, since I was 17. So you were, were you stationed over in Germany for a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was stationed in Germany uh, when I was 17, bombholder Germany, and then Iraq kicked off, and by the time I deployed, I was 18. So, but I got to spend, got there in 2002, we left in 2003. So I got to spend about a year in Germany before the war started. And then during that year time, I did some traveling. Um, because I remember the first thing I was told by all the senior dudes, like, don't be a barracks rat, go fucking travel. Uh, and I took their, I took their advice. Yeah. I remember that. I, I didn't want to stay in the barracks and just drink all the time. I went out and I traveled. Of course, now that you're older, I'm 38 now, I would have a much deeper appreciation. Yeah. I would have a much, and I would actually, this time I am going to take the girlfriend and we're going to wake up super early and we're going to go to the Louvre. I do want to see the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see that before I die. I before someone throws some paint before, on it. Before some fat, overweight <laughs> lesbian tries to throw some kind of fucking oil painting Soup on, on it. Soup on it. Yeah. Fucking dumb cunts. Uh, I want to see the works of Da Vinci. Like, I want to see all of this stuff. And um, we're looking forward to that yeah. because they have a lot of his stuff. The museum's there. I'm excited to try that. Um, there's just a lot of culture there, mm-hmm. you know, when they're not trying to conquer everybody. Fucking Brits. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, all kidding, man. all kidding, man. But no, I can't wait to go over there and uh, listen to the language, too. Oi, what's that, isn't it? Mix like, it up what? a little bit. What, what did he say? How do you butcher the language that you invented? <laughs> The King's English. The King's English. <laughs> Anywho, going back to the freaking um, original topic, which was Denmark saying uh, there was an explosion. Yeah, yeah I thought shit. they had done some sort of uh, analysis. Yeah, they did. And they said they weren't going to reveal their findings of who they thought it was. Oh, I didn't know that. Was it them or was that maybe, was it the Swiss? Uh, I thought one of those, one of those countries. I had, don't know. Uh, I wouldn't believe any of them, though, because I, th- I really feel like there's there's a bias there. Like, they're going to try and pin that on somebody for a specific reason. I don't know. All right. Democrat-controlled Nevada, N-E-V-A-D-A. I spelt it N-A, my bad. Um, could be seeing red in midterm elections. Inflation, crime, and border crisis have GOP poised to win back political power in battleground Nevada. 
campaigning in Las Vegas. First-term Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Mosto of Nevada teamed up with high-rank-and-file members of the state's powerful culinary union, which represents casino, hotel, and restaurant workers in Sin City and Reno. It was a wonderful... It was wonderful to join hundreds of Culinary 226 workers at Mandalay Bay this, war- this morning. I will always have their back, the senator tweeted on Tuesday. Cortez Masto will need all the support she can get from the politically powerful Culinary Union as she faces a very challenging re-election against Republican nominee Adam Lexalt, a former state attorney general. He succeeded Cortez Mato at the state's top prosecutor, who is the grandson of former senator and governor Paul Lexalt. Nevada's Senate race is one of a handful across the country in November midterms that may determine whether the GOP wins back the chamber's majority. And according to an average of the latest public opinion polls in the crucial Western battleground state compiled by Real, Real Clear Politics, Lagzalt holds a tight 1.7 point edge over Cortez Masto with three weeks to go until Election Day. Senate Republican views Cortez Masto as the most vulnerable Democrat incumbent seeking another term. Uh, you know what? Let's make a note of that. That let's let's track that. We make a note of that. Uh, come midterms, we're gonna track that. That um, we're already tracking Oz and Fetterman. Of course, everybody's tracking that. One. But I want to pay I want to pay special attention to a lot of these close races that we could easily see uh, blue turn red. So we're gonna track uh, that one's gonna be between. Excuse me, one more time. That's gonna be between Laxalt, L A X A L T, and uh, Masto, M A S T O, Nevada. So we're going to see on that one. We'll, we'll, we'll track that one for you guys. I'm excited. We might have to do a special. We might have to do a special during the midterms. Yeah. Like some kind of midterm special thing to where we're having a little party or some shit like that. Yeah. It'd be a good time. So, all right. <clears throat> That's there. Um, man, you got to love it. You got to love the racism that just seeps from the, the DNC on the left. I mean, they sit there nonstop just pointing their little raggedy skeletal finger at the right saying you're racist, racist, racist. And then you see shit like this. Uh, Ohio newspaper accused of racism for political cartoon mocking J.D. Vance and his Native American wife, or excuse me, his Indian American wife. Cleveland's The Plain Dealer recently endorsed Tim Ryan for state. Um, an Ohio newspaper is facing backlash for a political cartoon. Let me, let me, let's, let's put that in different context. They're facing black backlash from Republicans. Mm-hmm. Democrats aren't going to say a fucking word. No. Democrats will never um, condemn racism when it comes from their own. They won't. Because in their minds, they feel if it's towards racist Republicans, then it's it's deserved. Yeah, it's Which, like, uh, that's just racism is racism is racism. You're just being a racist then. Like uh, Herschel Walker being called uh, a house... Uncle uh, Tom, yeah, house N-word, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, my God, any black Democrat that came over to the right, they called him all types of racist. Ima- racist. I mean, my Imagine God, if somebody said that Snoop to Warnock. Didn't Kenya or Kanye a fucking Nakun? Yeah. Uh, didn't Snoop say that? Yeah. Was he canceled? A no. black man using a racist term racist term towards another black man? That, 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 no. Didn't. Am I wrong? Didn't Snoop say that? Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, he did. He called Kanye a coon and fucking, there we go. Nothing happened. Yeah, he's got, I mean. It's just funny. The fact racism, that that guy's still around with as much shit as he's done and said yeah. is just... D- hypocritical at the very least. I think he's a fucking moron. Uh, The Plain Dealer, Cleveland's major newspaper, published a cartoon last week depicting Democratic candidate Tim Ryan in the uniform of the Cleveland Guardians, formerly the Cleveland Indians, while Vance appears in a San Francisco Giants uniform with a, quote, bubble. And it says, only Indians name change I support is my wife's to Senator J.D. Vance's spouse. Vance exclaimed in the cartoon on Wednesday. I'll let you guys look at the cartoon. There it is right there. Uh, Here is the link to said cartoon. I will share this in the chat so you can go see for yourself. Um, let's post this. There's that link. There. That's a long ass fucking link. And there's a link from our YouTube fan before we get, um, 
before we get banned. There's a link there. You can go check out the cartoon for yourself so you guys can see it. Uh, there we go. I didn't um, even know they changed their names from the Cleveland Indians. Oh uh, yeah, you know what they do. They all do that. They, anything with uh, anything red skin or anything like that, they're all they're jumping on this bandwagon. We got to change it. It's racist. Like, okay, whatever. How is Indians? Racist? That's that's the that's the funny part. That's the funny part. See, Even was, Redskins, because Redskins was they're sitting there conflating was, Native Americans with Indians. They're they're there's they're making a very this is a stupid joke. Is this joke racist? Ah. I mean, let's let's be honest. Is this a really a racist joke? You're just you're pretending one race is another, but there's nothing in there that's assuming one race is better than the other. I don't I'm sorry. I I don't really view this as racist. I racist. I, I just don't. I mean, if, if I'm wrong on this, anybody can feel free to correct me in the comments and explain to me how it's racist. Only an Indian only Indian's name change I support is my wife's to Senator JD Vance's spouse. So they're just basically saying I think it's more the hypocrisy of if someone on the right would have done something oh, yeah. similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Then it would be you absolutely. Know, like, yeah. Oh my god, look how racist these guys are. He just oh, yeah, called, if, if the right he put called out this guy's yeah. wife an Indian. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't understand. Um, like, what do you what do you get from this? Like, I, I I don't like I get the point they're trying to make is that he is clinging to a racist name. Well, they view it as racist. Um, but instead, they're basically trying to say that the only name change. I, I think I, I get that he's trying. I get the point he's trying to make. I, do, I don't see the racism in it. I just think because I, think I feel it's like a stupid cartoon because it doesn't yeah. make any sense. That, no, like, it makes I, sense. I, I don't think it makes sense. It's a stupid only, fucking point. The only th the only name change I support is my wife's. Yeah. So like, basically, he didn't want the Indians to change their name. But the only Indian he does support changing their name is his wife to his name. I don't know. Did he come out in support of a name change or not changing the name? I, I don't. I, well, like, I would imagine who, that's who why they made the cartoon. at this point? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, again, that's the, that's the problem they're trying so to create. You get Washington yeah. Redskins changed their name yeah. to something. The Washington Football Team or something like that. It was stupid. <laughs> oh my the god. Washington Klansmen. It was fucking. Hey, that, is that better? <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Klansmen. Yeah. I would uh, watch that just to see the, the audience okay. reactions uh, in the stands. Like, yeah, their Jesus. helmets look like pointed exactly. hoods. Exactly. And now taking the field are the Washington Klansmen. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like, this is going to be interesting to see. All right. Oh see that my coming. God. But, uh, yeah. That's I mean, funny. I, yeah, I didn't even I know they changed I mean, do you name. see the racism in that? Because I don't see it. Uh, not really, but I, I do see the hypocrisy to where. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. We can say it because oh, yeah, we can you're, say that. you're racist. Already. I have Indian friends. I can say that. Yeah, I've got Indian <laughs> friends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that, I just, yeah, I don't get the racism in that. I see the stupidity of it, but even still. All right. Speaking of racism, investigation finds black airmen. Airmen is the term for uh, people in the Air Force. They're airmen. Like soldiers are in the Army. Marines are in the Marine Corps. Uh, seamen are in the Navy. Yes, they're called seamen. And anybody that joins that, you do so fully knowing what you're called. Uh, investigation finds black airmen faked racist text messages from supervisor. Uh, airmen will face uniform code of military justice punishment for fabricating the exchange. A U.S. Air Force investigation found that a black airman in Arizona faked a racist text from a supervisor to claim skin color played a role in the service member being denied a special duty assignment, and he will now face uniform code of military justice punishment. Well, technically, his skin color did get him a special assignment. <laughs> You're going to fucking jail, bro. Well, not jail, but... 
the 56th Fighter Wing has concluded its investigation into reports that an airman was denied a special duty assignment by their supervisor based on their demographic identity. A Luke Air Force Base spokesman said in a statement on Tuesday, according to Military.com, Following an exhaustive investigation, authorities determined that the statements published did not occur and the text messages were fake. The controversy originated in May when the black airmen sent screenshots of the alleged text messages to the popular Air Force AMN NCO SNO Facebook page and claimed they were from a supervisor who denied the service member a special duty assignment. The post quickly went viral, leading to the investigation. That's why I warn a lot of these meme pages. The stuff that you publish from these Joes, these accusations, you've got to be very careful because I'm telling you this right now. Joe will tell the truth, but Joe also loves to bitch. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Joe's bitching about things that just are like, oh, we got to stay late. Look, that sucks. That's just the name of the game. But when they bitch about mold in their barracks, you have justification. And so in, in your bitching, I get that. But on some of these pages, they'll take these people at their word at face value. When people send me stuff, it's like, no, you got to prove this. I'm sorry. You've got to prove it. Because if I sit there and I stick my neck out for you, that doesn't make me a very good investigative journalist. If I'm just taking you yeah. at your word, where's the proof? So something like this. Here's the thing. This happens. You want some real talk? Here's some fucking real talk. Real talk. When I was a, um, a small group leader at the Fort Stewart Non-Commissioned Officers Academy, for what that is, what that is for people that don't know, it's basically when you become a sergeant in the Army, you get the three stripes, three chevrons, you're required to go to what they call um, WTC, wounding, or not WTC, WTU. Uh, it's been renamed. It used to be called, uh, there was uh, BNOC, ANOC, fuck, I forget the name of it now. Um what is it called? Warrior. They've they changed it again. Guardians. Jesus, Commanders. Bro, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even fucking doubt it. They change it so fucking much. I don't remember what the current name is now. Um, I, it's where all the E5s go. And you basically have to get certified to say, hey, you are good to be in an E5. They teach you how to do your paperwork, uh, land nav. It's, it's basically a refresher course, but also on how to be a good non-commissioned officer. So anyway, I was a small PLDC is what professional leaders development course. And that's what it used to be called, but they changed it to Warrior Leader Course, WLC, but they changed it again, I think. When I was an instructor there, it was WLC, Warrior Leader Course, and it was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever... It needs to be a gentleman's course, but instead, mm. you treat them like privates again, which doesn't make sense. Anyway, in Warrior Leader Course, each cadre member has about has a platoon assigned to them, so platoon's about 40 people. And there's two cadre, usually three to four cadre per platoon, and you split the class. There's 20 on this side, 20 on this side. And each instructor is responsible for te teaching them the course um, material. Mm. I will tell you some, and by the way, your tests that you take are on Scantron. They're multiple choice. They're not write-in. Mm. So it's either you got a hard right or a hard wrong. I got accused twice by two females for grading them unfairly. Because at the end of the course, I think it's the top 10 or top 20%, I think it's top 10%, make commandant's list, meaning you scored the highest, and it's an honor. Mm -hmm. Like, you graduated, you're the smartest potato in the fucking drawer, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's not hard to do. I mean, I shouldn't say it's not hard. It's just that um, it factors in everything. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you know, I'm not trying to take away from it. It is an honor. It's, it's a good thing to do. It's, it's a good thing to strive to want to be. Anyway, well, I will say this, though. Your fucking diploma looks like everybody else's, so nobody gives a fuck on the outside. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Commandant's list. Good job, Bob. Anyway, shut the fuck up and clean that shitter. Anywho. <laughs> it's a mop. Yeah. So twice I had two females accuse me of unfairly grading them because they didn't get on Commandant's list. And so when they, and because when they make an accusation, there has to be an investigation by the cadre or the, uh, the, the first sergeant was the investigating authority on this one. So the first sergeant was fair. 
And he was like, okay, I'm going to look into this. So he pulls up all the tests and he's like, he's like, Sergeant Burke, he's like, where did you agree them unfairly? What? And I was like, first sergeant, your guess is as good as mine. It's like, it's literally all multiple choice. It is all multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first sergeant just pulled him in the office. He's like, you're full of shit. It's like, how did he grade you unfairly? Like, you literally make up your own grade. He, there is no um, judgment on his part. He literally just hands you the test, teaches you the material, and that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. So, and they sat in the same classroom as other women, other men. But that's that's the point that I'm trying to make is that you cannot take a lot of these people at face value. They will lie. People lie. Women lie, men lie, whites lie, blacks lie, Asians lie, everybody fucking lies. So when somebody says, hey, I got a message from my supervisor and he's fucking fucking because I'm black, it's like, okay, we need the proof. Well, when they send you a screenshot, folks, I got news for you. Um, that's not really proof either because that can be Photoshopped. That can be faked. Yeah. That's, the, that's the sad part. Now, what I will suggest is kind of like moving forward, like recordings. There's no faking recordings, but that's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. Well, it's I remember, like impossible to fake a recording. Exactly. I mean, you can it's take audio a, and, and cut it up. Fair even, even video. You can take video. And, and I mean, there's guys on YouTube that do that shit where they take True, yeah. a speech, somebody's speech, and they cut it up to make it sound like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just met in a sense of like I, I had a first sergeant. When it's I was more a, difficult. Like if you release the whole thing yeah. in its entirety, then obviously. I had, I had a first sergeant when I was on the trails, a drill sergeant who was racist. He was a white dude, piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And he treated us like crap. He treated like that. He made our trail experience horrible. He was a racist motherfucker. And, and yeah, it existed. It existed. And he was protected. But I remember he was chewing me out one time. He was going to chew me out one time. I put, took my phone, put it on record, stuck it in my breast pocket. And I got him on uh, camera. I got him on voice recording, you know, dropping F-bombs, N-bombs, and shit like that. And there wasn't N-bombs. It was just F-bombs. And I, I, after the ass chewing, I saved it. I was like, because if this motherfucker ever comes after me, he's like, first on, I got you using homophobic language right here, which is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would get his ass in a fucking sling. So I always save that because if you ever wanted to come after me, it's like, I got some leverage on you because this guy was a piece of shit. He mm-hmm. was a piece of shit. Um, but that's the kind of shit that happens, unfortunately. Racism does exist in the military. Let's not even play that it doesn't. And it's not just from white towards black. It's black towards white. It's black towards others. It's white mm-hmm. towards others. Racism knows no ownership. Everybody has it. Everybody experiences it. But to sit there and condemn it as if like, oh, it's only extremists that are white, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, dude, I'm telling you, by and large, I experienced more racism from black people in the military than I did fellow white people. And I'm telling you this right now, my hand to God, I did not ever keep a quiet mouth when I saw white racism. Never did. It's like racism is racism is racism. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's, that's why I loved about being in the army. Everybody was the same color. We all bleed red. That's it. Nobody gave a fuck. But the beautiful part about it is we'd fuck with each other. We would tell the most racist fucking jokes to each other. But I'm telling you out when it fucking mattered, no man gets left behind. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets hung out to dry. Now, I wish it was the case in all scenarios and situations, but unfortunately it's not. There are places where actual racism does exist, and, it's, and it needs to be combated. Um, but, yeah, the controversy originated in May when the black airmen sent screenshots, the alleged text messages to the popular Air Force, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, we won't, be sending our, we won't be sending your name up for redacted at the squadron. The screenshot of the text message read, according to the Air Force Times, you currently have a shaving waiver, which isn't a professional image, and I think the Air Force is looking for somebody of white complexion and with the image that the Air Force needs. That, that was apparently the text message, saying you currently have a shaving waiver, which isn't a, uh, for those that don't know, um, 
a shaving waiver basically means that you don't have to shave or you can grow your stubble out to a certain degree because I know uh, by and large, uh, black people have the, uh, I forget what the actual name is for, but they can't shave because it'll literally cut them up really bad. Mm-hmm. White people too, like if you have really bad acne. Razor bumps. Razor, well, that's the causation of it, but the actual bumps themselves, I forget what they're called because I remember in basic training before they started doing this, I remember seeing there's a lot of black dudes that would be really cut up and bloody because of that acne mm-hmm. and they forced them to shave. It's like, that's fucked up because it also causes scarring. But then they changed that and they said, you know, if you do have this condition, you go to a medic and you get it checked out, you can get a shaving waiver. And, you know, it's justified. I mean, in my mind, it is justified because if people do have acne, you can't shave that. Um, but that's what he means by a shaving waiver, and, which isn't a professional image. And I think the Air Force is looking for somebody of white complexion and with the image that the Air Force needs. Come on. There's no way anybody could believe that. There's no way that a white fucking leader would ever text a black dude that. That's career suicide. But anyway, and this was fake. He faked this. Uh, this is the third job that has been held over my head due to my looks and something that's based on personal preference, the airman responded. According to a task and purpose report, the airman who was in this is this is the condition. This is the proof of black privilege. When a white person sees this, they want to jump all over this and say, no, this black person should not be persecuted. They should not experience racism. This is ridiculous. But if people talk about like a white person experiencing racism, they just kind of shrug it off. It's not a big deal. But when you see something like this, it's like, oh, my God. Again, minority privilege. Yeah. It's a real thing. Um, the airman who was accused of sending the racist message was identified as a white technical sergeant and the recipient as a black senior airman, uh, both of whom served in the 56th Equipment Maintenance Squadron. The white technical sergeant was a senior airman's manager and in charge of planning and scheduling maintenance, the report said, but the investigation found the exchange, the exchange was fabricated. This goes back to the whole believe all the women's, believe all, believe all the rape victims, I'm sorry. Now, look, I'm, I know this is a very slippery slope, sl- slope, especially when rape is concerned. But it's like, unless you can provide proof, I, I don't know what you want me to say. And then, you know, I, I want to believe people. I want to believe that people are inherently good. But unfortunately, that's not the case. And it's people that are inherently bad that ruin it for the rest of everybody. Yeah. And it sucks that it's that way. Because there's been a lot of fake oh, yeah. hate crimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it doesn't really seem like we're at any place where uh, due process yeah. is going to be in the forefront rather than just jumping to the conclusion mm-hmm. that well, Jesse Smollett to, yeah. was, you know, assaulted. Yeah. Well, everybody wants to virtue signal how Bubba, good they are. Bubba Wallace like, this. Yeah, I, you Bubba know, Wallace, yeah. You know, all these, uh, all these hoaxes yeah. that... America's so racist, no, you got to fake your own shit. Right. You fake your own hate crime. So it's, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't see an end in sight to where, like, level yeah. head would come in and let due process take its course and be like, okay, let's, let's investigate and see if it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, the, obviously they sent 15 FBI out to <laughs> Bubba Wallet's garage to figure out that it was it just a garage full. <laughs> 15, 15 fucking FBI agents were sent to a NASCAR fucking garage where they said, and here's the thing, when they reported the noose, they had to have given an accurate description of, uh, yeah, it, it was about one inch in diameter. Yeah, when did they just like, find a picture from like a year or two before that showed the exact same thing that it had yeah. just been there? Yeah, they did. And it's kind of like this. <laughs> all like, because a black NASCAR driver is like, I'm offended because this thing is looks similar to a noose. Like, get the fuck out of here. That was just one of those things where he was looking for attention. He was looking to get in the news somehow. Yeah. And boy, did he get it. He had the entire fucking group of NASCAR retards out there. Pushing his car. Pushing his car. We stand together. Like, this is a fucking hoax. I know. I'm surprised any NASCAR fans stuck around after that bullshit. Bro, I just remember, like, that was just. What? Come on. 
It's do you think nuts. one of the fans did it? I mean, <laughs> who do they think did it? They snuck it, into the somebody garage did actually and they, went they, in there. They tied a little one-inch noose. The, yeah, who, who would be... It would obviously be someone that worked there, right? Well, I mean, it makes sense care. to me. You got things you can put hooks through and you can yank it. I mean, it, it makes perfect fucking yeah, sense. The whole thing is just... It was dumb. It was yeah. just really, really fucking dumb. But again, they jumped all over it. But, you know... Is what it is. That's what that's what happens. People just they want a virtue signal how good they are. And oh, I remember seeing the videos and the photos of everybody coming out and support. And I'm like, okay, this is great if the cause was real. Yeah. I was like, you're literally doing this over a one inch fucking noose. You're just like, what? Or you know that Jesse Smollett, like his first host was he he created that letter, mm-hmm. the racist letter, and sent it to himself and said, I'm getting racist mail, hate mail. Come to find out. He caused that. He was basically cutting all the letters and gluing it. It was it was ridiculous. It was yeah. fucking ridiculous. Hey, that, but what do people do? Some serious issues. Oh, very. Because instantly, I remember watching the trial, and oh my god, you would have thought that Rosa Parks resurrected from the dead. She was back in the form of Jesse Smollett, like his little black fist, like still maintaining his innocence. Oh yeah, and it's like literally, like bro, you were found fucking guilty. Even black people were like. I don't know about this one. This story ain't adding up. It ain't adding up. Like even black, bro. Even I called that shit. I was like, wait, you're saying two white guys were downtown Chicago at like three o'clock in the fucking morning with MAGA hats and nooses. That's how you get shot. Yeah. Which also goes to show why does it sound very unrealistic for two white guys to be downtown Chicago at 3 a.m.? That's something that nobody, you know, people were saying that, but they wouldn't you explore into the why. Yeah. Why don't we go further into that? Why? Because if you're white in certain areas and black neighborhood, you get your ass kicked. <gasps> what? You can't say that. Yes, the fuck I can. Go to South Dallas. See what happens. You're going to get called all kinds of racist shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here on the John Burke Uncensored Show, we just don't hold back. We like to call it as we see it from both sides of the house. You know, my dad, he had a... This is several years ago. He was dating this woman who was, uh, she was a black lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in Miami and mm-hmm. they were walking down the street and just a group of black people hurling racial slurs at them. <laughs> Didn't care for it. No. That's the only time they ever re- encounter any sort of racism. Yeah. Is, is, is that. It was from uh, other yeah. black people yeah. who didn't care for it. It just seem like, it huh. just seems by and large the liberal left is kind of like the whole fucking Eichmann douchebag. It's like go see the gay movie unless you're a Trump supporter and you hate gay people. Why does anybody want to see my movie? It's like because it's about gay shit and you fucking bashed us for years, dude. Fuck you. I know. Like, it's the same thing. It's like oh these racists, like bro, you're the ones that are being racist as fuck. We're over here just trying to exist and you want to keep throwing this victim persecution on us nonstop. It's like I'm sorry, but nobody gives a fuck about it. Like deal with your shit. Ugh, that's racist. Okay. Whatever. Uh, San Francisco residents arming themselves with bats say city drug initiative making crime worse. More troublemakers settling in, one San Francisco resident says. San Francisco residents are reportedly arming themselves with bats and other protective weapons after a drug sobering center opened in the city, which some say has caused a spike in drug use as well as crime. I should be like a news person. I'm, I'm trying to say this like a news person. They're let. <laughs> what is it from Family Guy? Uh, Trisha Takanawa here. <laughs> I'm standing here. <laughs> no, that was more like Monty Python. Anyway, they're letting their clients come out here and get high, go inside and get sober, then get high again. Business owner and resident Mark Sackett told ABC7. Wait, what? 
Now, forgive my ignorance. I have never dealt with um, drugs of this magnitude as far as like addicts and shit like that. Okay, they said they're letting their clients come out here and get high, go inside and get sober and then get high again. Hmm. Why? If it's a rehab place. Uh, the only reason I can question. Say, the only reason I could see it right off the bat would be you're just trying to keep clientele to keep funding, but there's no short supply of people needing to get sober out there. So I would think that your client list would be relatively long. Hmm. Uh, that I'm just guessing on that one. Hit that positive. Hit that plus button on the Rumble channel, folks. Help us boost the uh, viewership. More troublemakers settling in, feel feeling comfortable doing their drugs, pissing and shitting in the street, blocking the sidewalks. A man who identified himself by his first name, Giss. Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Asked if they could fix his laptop. <laughs> he told ABC7 he called what he is currently seeing a period of insanity. These are liberals. This is California. Go figure. Some residents told the outlet they are arming themselves with bats and stun guns to protect themselves from potential violence. Meanwhile, criminals have guns. So who's really at the disadvantage already? Oh, my God. Hmm. Uh, every morning, it's a roulette. Uh, when you show up at your office, there are going to be 10 people passing out in front of your building. Are they going to be violent? That was never a problem before Heath Wright 360 moved, or Health Wright 360 moved in. Another man identified as Bill told the outlet... If you ask me, it should be closed down. There should be other approaches to homeless and drug problem we are all facing, he added. The drug sobering center, Soma Rise, opened in June with the support of Democratic Mayor London Breed. The mayor's office said in a press statement at the time that the facility would act as a safe indoor space for people who are intoxicated with opioids, methamphetamines, or other substances to come in off the streets, rest, and stabilize. So it's not a rehab facility. It's just where these high fucks go to fucking, oh my God. I didn't even, okay, my hand to God, I did not even know such a place existed. They uh, really, like, liberals, you really did this. You created a building. Say, like, hey, if you're high on methamphetamines, opioids, hair, whatever, come in here and be together. Like, what the, f okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. Put video cameras, subscription service, I would watch it, hands down, 10 out of 10. I don't think so. It sounds like a place that would. I don't know, harbor abuse? Yes, 100%, but it's homeless people and, like, druggies. Yeah. Like, yeah, let them fight each other. That's fun. I'm down with that. I mean, it's, I don't know. That sounds dangerous. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't want to work there. Sounds but, like, every... Like, like every case of hepatitis B. <laughs> just, like, there's no leaving. Once you're there, you're there, and we'll just throw the meat randomly throughout the day. Just throw them stuff to live off of and then watch them fight. And then nonstop supply of drugs. Absolutely. I would watch that. Huh. They don't give a fuck. They're already doing it. What do they care? You're you're heroin addict. Here's more. No, I'm I'm kidding. There's one uh, Instagram account. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, they go around and do street interviews of these homeless people. I think it's, they do it in Arizona. Uh huh. And man, the before and after pictures. Oh yeah. Of these people who are get on drugs. I was about to say how much that homelessness is attributed to drug use. It's just it's so sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, their whole face and demeanor and everything changes. Yep. It's like there's there's this one girl, just a beautiful young girl. Mm. And then within a year of drug use, Meth? oh god, she, like she looks like a sixty-year-old woman who's Ugh. just lived on the street her entire life. Such a fucking bump fights. I remember bump fights. Remember bump fights? Yeah. Oh my god, they literally take crack rocks and plastic baggies and throw it in pools, and they have to go swim for it. And they gave it to black people because they thought it was funny. Uh, I remember bump fights. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of it was fucking funny. <laughs> 
Like That's, this is like looking at something like that. It's like, no, no, I get why Rome fell. We're a few years away. And then now we, what do we have? Oh children at drag shows and genital mutilation for children. It's like yeah. we're, we're, we're there. We're, we're getting there. Pretty close. Barbarians I mean. are coming. Uh, but no, seeing bum fights is just some of the stupidest crail. You're talking about like one tooth motherfuckers throwing down with others over, you know, a thing of like heroin. It just, oh my God. Huh. I think those dudes made a lot of money too. I think whoever produced that made a lot of fucking money. At the expense of some hobos. Yeah, pretty much. Our city is experiencing a substance use and a mental health crisis that is sadly affecting far too many residents. Breed said in June, as we continue to address the challenges on our streets, we need to do all that we can to focus our resources and our efforts on those who need it most. The opening of the Soma Rise Center will not only provide a safe space for individuals in need, but it brings us one step closer to making a difference in these people's lives and the lives of us all San Francisco. They're literally shitting outside on the street, shooting up and going back in there. You just provided like an ant farm for ants to get high. They're let naturally. You're going to create more people coming in there, more traffic, or excuse me, more drug related issues, more violence. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? That's like putting a magnet for druggies. Where is this again? San Francisco. God, Go dude. fucking figure. Like you liberals are some of the stupidest motherfuckers I have ever seen. Like, hey, you know, it's a good idea. Let's give them a place where they can act. Oh, we're going to create a facility where they can go be high in. And we're also going to provide the needles and a drug kit because, hey, let's make it safe. It used to be the most one of the most beautiful cities Ugh. in the United States. It's a shithole. Now it's a shithole, a literal shithole <laughs> filled with shit crackheads. Crackheads. I remember um, and Nancy Pelosi. The guy that created bum fights went on Dr. Phil show dresses up as Dr. Phil. Shit was hilarious. <laughs> I can see that. Um, um, you just look at some of these photos, like people like literally camping outside and out front of it. Like, I don't know if that's part of it. Yeah. Homeless people consume illegal drugs in an encampment along Willow street in the Tenderloin district of downtown on so, uh, Thursday, February 24th, 2022. It's an older photo, but yeah, <laughs> literally intense camped out. I, I just, I don't, I don't get their mindsets, but whatever. The center has a $4.2 million budget funded by taxpayers for the 2022-2023 fiscal year. There it is. There it is. Voters. Yep. Jesus Christ. They got voters and they got cash. $3.5 million of which goes to the center's lease and the nonprofit that runs the center, the San Francisco Department of Public Health told ABC7. You got a $4.2 million budget. $3.5 million goes towards your overhead. What you want to bet their salaries are probably pretty fat. Oh, 100%. They're not helping anybody. Fuck no. It's a grift. It's a yep. fucking grift. Yeah, it's another BLM. But, More, you know, again, stuff like this has been around for a long, long time. time. Yeah. Well, once again, Where they go federal away. government steps in yep. and they fuck it up. They fuck it up. You, you can't get shit, or even state level, you can't get shit right. Mm-mm. You want to help the community. You're building the wrong things for the community. My God. Yeah. If you want to help them build a sober or a sober retreat. Or you know what? Rehab. How about take them to a farm or something? Just let them wander in the woods lost. Get them heroin. farming, killing the land. Have them stay in a barn. You know what I mean? <laughs> better Clean their systems out. The yeah, yeah, better than shitting on the street. Yeah. Give them fucking something to do. Milk some goats, you know? <laughs> Feed the chickens. Oh, my God. They'll probably like, try and eat the shit after that. Like, I, I don't know, man. San Francisco Bay Area mother of fentanyl user warns city is enabling son's drug use. The CEO of HealthRight 360, which operates the drug sobering center, told ABC7 that she has heard concerns from residents about and asked the community 
to be patient with us. We can't fix everything, but we're a piece of that, a piece of that city trying novel things to respond to people experiencing homelessness and drug, drug use and mental illness. You, what? Anybody could take a look at the reasoning for why your facility exists and say, and say this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This is not helping anything, actually. This is actually attracting more bullshit. Yeah. I remember, um, I think it was Austin. Austin removed, Austin, Texas removed the, uh, the, you can't kick homeless people off the streets anymore. Like they're allowed to sleep wherever they want. And there were little business, there was literal business owners taking photographs of trying to open up their shops with homeless people literally asleep in the walkway and they couldn't move them. No. And people were like, this is bullshit. Like this is ridiculous. That's not, I mean, that's what happens when liberals take over. Yep. Dallas had to do a massive cleanup. There were like homeless embankments fucking everywhere <laughs> under every overpass, homeless people everywhere. Yeah. Begging for stuff, drug use, violence. It's there. It's fucking there. And eventually they're just like, you know what? We need the shit out of the city because mm-hmm. people don't feel safe here. Yeah. They, they set up tent cities mm-hmm. right underneath the underpass there, yep. right next to downtown. Yeah. Next to our next old shop. Yeah. yeah. They were there too. There were people walking around. You said a lot of stuff got stolen out of your parking lot over time. Your dad's parking lot. It's amazing where people shit. <laughs> Dude, there was like, I pulled up one day and there was shit on the side of the building. I remember you telling me about this. The most disgusting. And you had to clean it up, didn't you? No, nah, I didn't clean it didn't up. Clean we up. like hired somebody. <laughs> like, dude, you gotta get a hose out here. This oh is disgusting. God. There's another like on camera. There's people that pee on the side of the building. Yeah. Uh there's one lady who pulled into the uh by the Stop. dumpster. She took a just dropped her pants, took a shit right there in the parking lot. Like people are <laughs> absolutely crazy. F- yeah, that was just someone a drunk driver fuck? who pulled over. Yeah, that'd be that'd be different. It's like, okay, I'm so drunk, I got to shit somewhere. Versus like somebody completely sober, I'm uh, just gonna shit here. Yeah, well, I mean, I there's I nobody know. sober that shitting on. The, I mean, they're all on something. Oh yeah, they got. I mean, there's yeah. there one day these two guys were. Uh, what was that new drug that had come out? It was like K12, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Where these guys get super high, yeah, pass out, they either die or they wake up, yeah. And so there's two guys who I called the police. I'm like, yeah, I think these guys might be dead. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was kicking them with my foot. I'm like, hey, wake up, you know, yeah. and nothing. And uh, by the time the cops got there, they had come to and scurried back under the bridge. But he's like, yeah, it's, uh, he's oh like, it's really bad right now. These guys are doing this K-12 and a lot of people are dying. Good Lord. I'm like, God, man. That's sad to see. But again, those are the, you know, most people by and large, I think, feel that when you look at some of these homeless, like, okay, look, there's a reason that they're there. Now, there's a difference in, like, you chose to do drugs and you let that consume your life, then I don't feel anything for you. You made that choice. Mm -hmm. But then there are those, and it's rare, but they do exist, that just have really shitty fucking luck. Yeah. Bad upbringings, whatever, and they're just trying to make it. But I'm telling you, man, in downtown, again, real talk, folks. You want a podcast that's real, this is it right here. Name me another podcast or say the shit that I'm about to tell you. Downtown Dallas, I don't give homeless people anything. Because I've given them food and they will literally throw it on the fucking ground because they want money for drugs every single fucking time. Yeah. Dude could be sitting there, hot afternoon, downtown Dallas, right off of 75, down by fucking Rosson Hall. You, hey, man, you want some water? No, nah, man, you got any money? He's like, no, nah, but I got water. Like, I don't fucking want your water, man. Well, fuck you then. I shit you not. I've had multiple people, multiple people, you, you give them something, mm-hmm. dude sitting out of a, outside of a gas station that literally, and he's begging, literally has a help wanted sign. And it's like, bro, right there. there. There's your problems. Fix it right there. Go clean yourself up. Put on some fresh clothes. Do, go to a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Then go back there and say, I want to work. I want to work. And now you got some money coming in. You go live at the homeless shelter. Start saving your money. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you take, that's how you take a step in the right fucking direction. But I'm sitting there. It's like, bro, I'm not giving you shit. 
work for your money. Yeah. Every fucking time. That's why I tell people when you come to Dallas, you see them, don't give them anything. You can't. You can't. Now, if they're asking for like food or water, that's different. I don't mind helping you out then. I don't. It's like yeah, food and water, I, just don't I know care. you're not going to go resell I drive around that. in a food truck. So yeah, it's, true. You know, I'm not going to carry around like a, a bat. Well, this protein know, bar, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you feeling you want some pre-workout? I got some pre-workout. Right, I'm yeah. like, there's place like yeah. churches. Our church, you know, yeah. they do. They have an outreach ministry and stuff like that. Like, I know yeah. there's a lot of churches out there that have outreach ministries that try to go out. And there's a difference falling on bad luck and bad yeah. times. I get that's what community is for. Yeah. But if you willingly stuck that needle in your arm, and I tell the same thing to fucking veterans, if you willingly stuck that needle in your arm... You knew what was coming with that, so the results are yours to reap. I don't, so don't look at thing, the consequences of my own actions. Some of that stuff, I, I wonder how much of the big pharma has to do with their mm-hmm. drug addiction. So it stops, oh, starts know. off with oxycodone, oxycodone, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, especially after watching some of these documentaries about yeah. the Sackler family and uh, yeah. that. I, you know, I don't Purdue know. I, I would assume pharma. honestly a lot. Yeah, I would I assume honestly a lot because that's one thing that has always scared me about when they. You see, I don't have an addictive personality when it comes to things like that because I've had after I had my wisdom teeth yanked, uh, the oxycontin and shit like that, which was great, great feeling. Mm-hmm. But it was never something like I crave that. Like I have to have that. So once it was over, whatever. But I've never really wanted to fuck with opioids because they do have addictive properties. Yeah. Now shell shock CBD THC is actually legit. <laughs> no. Yeah, it really is. Ultra halos. Yeah. It's and I, I kid you not. It's just that I, way better than yeah. It's cleaner. anything that. Yeah, Purdue Pharma would sell you 100. No, not addictive. No all negative side effects. All natural. It's all the natural. Shit is great. It's great. But yeah, but it's, because you can't afford those to keep buying those pills. No, like those pill farms. But it does. It does. When they have those addictive personalities, you start with the pills, then eventually you start upgrading. Yeah, well, you got to get some that addictiveness so to it. Heroin is cheaper than those pills, right? And it's basically the same feeling. I would assume so, yeah. So I've heard. Yeah. So if you're, you know, you actually, can't afford. I take that back. I don't know because there are a lot of pills on the streets too. But I think they're like pharmaceutical pills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know the cost of them. So we made the comparison between pills and heroin. I don't know. I want to say like upwards of t- 20 bucks a pill. Damn. That's that, right. I'd want to say okay. that's probably where it starts. Mm. And then I think probably it's cheaper to buy just crack. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason cocaine got invented, or crack got invented. Uh, and last, but most certainly not least, Jeff Bezos becomes the latest executive to warn about looming U.S. recession. Um, real quick before we started, I was talking to Josh before the show. When we had uh, uh, Tipsy's Woodworking that was open, we were making the tankards. You'll remember that. Um, we were at the Texas Renaissance Festival. We had a booth there for one year, and we did good. It's just that our at the time, CFO was a fucking moron, and we were literally giving money away. I didn't realize, man, We when I say you and I have learned a lot in business, we've learned a lot in business as far yeah. as, like, when it comes to your overheads, cost of labor, cost of goods, cost of all that shit. Yeah. And then we sat there, and we broke it down. I was like, dude, we're actually losing money going Starting to this. Starting three businesses at Jeez. one time. Yeah, we were on fire, but we were just kind of <laughs> like, yeah. Shell shock blew up so fast. Yeah. It was kind of like we still wanted to do the tipsy woodworking, <laughs> tipsy shaving. Sorry. We just didn't have enough people to dedicate to all these things, and our overhead was astronomical. Yeah. Shell shock was keeping everything afloat. It's like a business cannot cannot operate for a long period of time with another business keeping it afloat. Eventually, you've got to pull the plug and just let it go. Yeah. So, and it hurt. Like I fucking love those tankards. I loved woodworking. It was a great thing. Just couldn't make it work. Mm-hmm. But anyway. We were out at the Texas Renaissance Festival, and if you came by and you saw our booth and you said hi to me and stuff like that, uh, there was a dude right across the way, and he owns a company called Brigadoon Brewery. 
Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not. I talked to him this morning. And he makes a drink called the Snake Bite, and it's fucking delicious. And I think it's almost like 14% alcohol. It is a strong-ass drink, and it'll get you fucked up. But anyway, the year that we were there, um, you know, he was he's ex-Army Ranger, so we instantly hit it off. Good dude, solid motherfucker, mm-hmm. really good guy. And, uh, you know, he gave me some insight on what it was like working at the fairs, and he said they could make really good money. And then there's other times during that year, that's when COVID was kind of flattening out a little bit. So the fair was running run at 50% capacity. Um, and I asked him today, I was like, how are you doing? How's the turnout been? It's been two years since we were there. Mm-hmm. I was like, how are you doing in sales? He's like, well, turnout is exceedingly better than when you were here. We had a much higher turnout, which is great. He's like, but I'm at $4,000 less than I was last year at this time. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, you got a higher turnout. And he's like, yeah, but we're also dealing with inflation. I'm hitting, I've gotten hit about 35%. And I was like, what? Jeez. So a beer that he once charged, I think, what was it, $8 for? He now charges 11 He's like, prices of everything went up. Yeah. He's like, I have no other, I have no other choice. I was like, I cannot cut into my margins. Then I can't afford to fucking pay my employees. I can't afford repurchases. It's like, I can't even afford to make this shit. Yeah. I was like, so I got to go up my cost. He's like, unfortunately, people are not wanting to pay $11 for a fucking beer. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus. And it's not his fault. There's yeah. nothing he can do unless he tries to cheapen his brand by outsourcing some of the shit, which is going to get people pissed off. It's like, oh, you're fucking selling. I was like, dude, to keep those doors open, I got to resort to some some downgrades in a sense, I guess you can call it. Yeah. And it's fucking sad to see that. Alan's a good motherfucker. He runs a good business. Mm-hmm. Anytime you go to like, here's the, if you're going to the Texas Renaissance festival, go to Brigadoon brewery. He's a veteran and he makes really good out. He makes really good beer. He does it himself. Does it himself. And it's, it's worth it. Yeah. And it sucks to see that, man. It fucking sucks. In, in the chat, it was like our glorious president, Joe Biden is fucking inflation. I was like, yep. Fuck Joe Biden. It's hitting them. It's hitting the smallest business Everybody. owner. You're that stupid idiot. We got a strong economy. Bullshit. But you know who's not affected, folks? You know who's not really affected by and large as much as small businesses? Corporations. Oh, yeah. Corporations. They're fine. Tell you what. Nancy, they can survive. The Pelosi's are thriving. Oh, they're thriving. Absolutely. All doing these great. You know, no matter how much you talk about it, they double down and they oh, yeah. buy more stock. Absolutely. With insider. It's Yeah. My God, man. These fucking people. It's it's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. The rich are protected. The corporations are okay. You know, they've got enough money in the bank to where they can they can easily just glide through this recession with inflation until finally we come out stronger on the other end. It's going to take a Republican. I hate to say it. It's going to take a Republican to turn this shit around. You're going to have to open up the... Because this is the thing. Once a Republican takes back office and they open the leases back up and they reopen the pipeline, all that other shit, it's going to take a few years. But once it starts kicking back in, there will be no denying in this generation that it was not the fucking um, Democrats. It was the Democrats, by and large, with the oil issues that caused inflation. Mm -hmm. Also, now, I'm not lying. Putin and that invasion did have a lot to do with it. But we could easily circumvent or combat this from happening by drilling on our own and not becoming dependent on foreign fucking energy. Yeah, I don't don't know that that war would have had anything to do do with us economically yeah good point because, because Trump we were already us, yeah. energy independent yeah, you're, right. you're right so that yeah. wouldn't have mattered uh, you know maybe we would seen prices go who knows yeah but That's I, good point. I don't think fuel prices wouldn't have gone up for us if anything we would have probably made a lot more money because we'd be selling it over to europe right now it's a good point well not, not giving it yeah yeah you well. know and 
I don't think Russia would have even invaded Ukraine. Yeah. We I don't think the war would be as unstable oh, yeah, as it is right now. Yeah. If so. Trump is still in office, I don't think because me, like you said, he even told Putin, you do it, I'll bomb Moscow. Yeah. I will bomb Moscow. Yeah. And Putin's kinda you know, Putin Putin's he's ex KGB. Putin is not one of these guys that you fuck with. This guy will make you disappear. He'll make you and your family disappear. And everybody mm. knows it. Everybody knows this about Vladimir Putin. Yeah. So when Vladimir Putin is being told that from fucking Donald Trump and he respects it, you know that president has some fucking balls. Mm -hmm. When the next KGB son of a bitch that has literally disappeared, motherfuckers, is taking the threat seriously from Donald Trump, you know that president has power. Yeah. Versus you look at someone like Biden, he's going to walk all over him. Yeah. And that's what I would tell Democrats by and large. It's like, you, you love aiding Ukraine. You want us in this war. But it's yeah. not going to be you doing the fighting. And if you really feel that President Biden is a wartime president, because I'm telling you, it's one thing to make calls economically. It's one thing to push bills for certain specific reasons dealing with economics. It's another differently when you were dealing with war and war strategy. Yeah. It's completely different. You've got to have a president with fucking balls. And now President Trump is a president with balls. If we were to go to war, Big orange I, would, balls. I would want President Trump as president. So, 100%. Oh yeah. Pr Trump would drop the bombs needed. He would let the military do what they need to do. He's right. You, you talked about back in ancient Rome and stuff like that when yeah. they went in. It was oh. over quickly. Yeah. They didn't hang around for 20 years. Mm -hmm. so. War is a business. Whether people don't want to admit that or not, it's all statistics and data. Yeah. I'm telling you. I am telling you. That's how they view it. And Trump is smart enough to know. He is smart enough to know. Presidents do not win wars. Generals do not win wars. It's on the ground that wins the wars. It's mm. those commanders that you listen to. But anyway, Jeff Bezos becomes the latest executive to warn about looming U.S. recession, batten down the hatches. Guys, now look, I understand a lot of people do not like Jeff Bezos. A lot of people don't like this guy. He is a piece of shit. Sounds like it. But when you have a top exec that is giving you these warnings, folks, you should probably listen. You should probably listen. And that's what we keep telling you over here on the show. Stock up on your goods. Yeah. It's coming. Stock up on your goods. The dry goods, bags of rice, beans, things such as that. Because I'm telling you, these prices, again, that Bucky's, that Bucky's burger, 11 bucks or uh, 9 bucks for a fucking sandwich. Mm -hmm. $9 for a sandwich. Never in my life, folks. Never in my life. Hmm. Hard times we're going through right now, especially economically. Fiscally, it's bad. It's really bad. Thanks, Shit. Democrats. We've seen it at Shell Shop. We've had people write us in the emails and say, we have to cancel our subscription. We just can't afford it anymore. Yeah. And I get it. I'm not even upset about it. I was like, I get it, man. And I, I hate that for you. But unfortunately, that's the case. Yeah. I'm still wondering if we should make bags of like 10 gummies. What do you think, chat? What do you think? Should we do like, because I know some people like love the Halo gummies. Should we do like bags of 10 so we can cut the price lower? I, I, I don't know if we'd actually have, have enough people purchasing that, though. I think we have affordable products. We have sample packs, too. We do though. have sample packs. That's true. That is true. But it's just, yeah, it's just sad to see this. But um, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos became the latest influential executive to sound the alarm over the state of the U.S. economy. In a tweet on Tuesday evening, Bezos indicated that he agreed with the comments made earlier in the day by Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon, who cautioned that there is a good chance of a U.S. recession. Yep, the probabilities in this economy tell you to batten down the hatches, Bezos, the second wealthiest man in the world, wrote. Uh, Bezos and Solomon are just the latest in a chorus of corporate executives who are warning about a looming recession amid a, re a, uh, 
What do they mean looming recession? I was about to say, well, if we've already had two consecutive quarters of that, negative growth. That's, that's the yeah, definition of recession. That's so, what I'm trying to get. I'm, I'm so confused. Like, it's like we're, we're literally in a recession. Yeah. So them like p- kicking the can down the road saying, oh, we might be in. Fr- we are yeah, in a recession. Yeah. Cocksuckers. That's going to get worse, though. Pardon my my French. (laughs) Economic crisis, including stubbornly high inflation and an increasingly aggressive Federal Reserve converge. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon last week said the U.S. is likely headed for a a recession within the next six to nine months as a result of the steeper interest rates and the war in Ukraine. Says these are very, very serious things, which uh, you know why they're saying this? Because they're going to try and avoid it. I think they're going to try and divert it to where it's not lasting nine months. Like we see the recession begin to slowly recede. Or uh, whatever you call the opposite of it is, and they're gonna say, "See, we never really hit a recession. Biden pulled us back from the brink." I could easily see them framing it that way. That's what they're trying to do right now. I think so too. <coughs> like there is no doubt about it. We are in a recession. Yeah. Literally, according to the definition, which again, by and large, Democrats try and change that de- definition. Yeah. Two negative quarters of GD- GDP indicates a recession, and we've hit that. You know, we just hit that like what a month or two ago. Well, two quarters being what four months each, or three. Longer than that. The quarters three, yeah. <coughs> so yeah. we had two consecutive quarters, total of six months, yep. negative GDP, yep. and it's not a recession. So I, I, my a question recession. to them then is, when is it technically a recession? Yeah, is that to be I, like an entire year? I don't need to ask them yeah. when a recession. We we are in a recession. Yeah, they're they're not feeling it. They gave themselves raises. Yeah, they go on vacation. Oh, they're fine. They're fine. They're not worried where the next cheeseburger is yeah, coming from. They don't care. No, like, not at all. They're fine. It's everybody else who makes this country uh, move are the ones that are feeling the effects of it. Like. The Brigadoon Brewery guy. Yeah. Like, ask him if they were in a recession. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, ask, yeah. ask these small businesses if we're in a recession. Mm-hmm. Or the people that got to fill up their gas tanks with this expensive gasoline. Jesus. Ask them, are we in a recession? Or when you go to the grocery store and everything's uh, yeah. super... Bro, it's nuts. The, the prices are it's, super I'm high. looking at these prices. It's just like, how could common, <laughs> like, common everyday... Democrats look at this and say, oh, Dem- Biden's a good president. Like, how can you look at these gas prices yeah. and, and sit there and feel like you were justified in how you voted? And it's like, I would feel cheated. Yeah. Like, if I put myself in the shoes of a liberal, a Democrat by and large, and I'm looking at what Joe Biden has done, and I'm looking at gas prices, I'm looking at grocery prices, I'm looking at produce, all this stuff, I'm like, yeah, this guy's a fucking fraud. Yeah. Our leadership is horrible. They, I don't get how anybody can have any faith in this administration or the DNC by and large anymore. But all these provocateurs on the left, like this Brooklyn dad defiant, all these stupid mouthpieces, bro, I hope they come for your head. I hope fellow Democrats come and hunt you down because yeah. you deserve it. You I'm led sure. these lambs to slaughter. You led us into this recession. You are the causation. You are the reason. You simped for this piece of shit. Yeah. Who said things like he didn't want his kids growing up around jungle bunnies or in jungles or shit like that? Openly fucking racist. And then you sit there and you let the likes of Ralph Northam, Blackface 2.0, Justin Trudeau, Cuck of the North, and you let that shit slide. But if it's anybody else that has a checkered past or history, man, you cancel them like that. But not only do you sit there and have these hypocritical standards, you elected one as president. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You just sit here and it's like your hypocrisy is fucking just through the roof. Never in my life, man. Never in my life. I do admit that I am biased on certain things. I acknowledge that bias. I'm smart enough to know when I do have a preconceived bias that will remain because it has founded an accurate perspective, if you will. But there are other things that I will say, yes, I've been overly biased on this. I need to come back center. When I look at what Joe Biden, this administration has done, it's like, I'm sorry. 
this administration, left, center, or right, it doesn't matter, speaks volumes of itself. If we look at the data, if we look at the statistics, we do have record high inflation. That is literally on the table. We are paying more in gas than I have ever paid in my entire fucking life, and I am 38 years old. Growing up, gas was like fucking 89 cents a gallon. Now, what are we, now what are we looking at? Upwards of eight, nine, ten bucks in California? And then Joe Biden goes there and says, oh, it's how it's always been. That doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right whatsoever. No, no. I, I just cannot fathom how anyone can defend this administration at this point. And, and like Pete Buttigieg, he's got so many, he's got so many great things. It's hard to talk about just one. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm very sure. Which, which one per se? The child tax credit? You know, the child, ta- great. That's wonderful. You know what that really does, honestly? Tax credit? You're giving more money to people to pop out more children. You've incentivized them to populate even faster and have kids that they can't even fucking afford to have. That's all you've done. Good job. I, I, I just, I don't get these people. I don't understand them. And they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They are simping for a political side. Meanwhile, their own constituency s- starves. And I'm like, and the, the saddest thing about this though, it's the, it's the voter base that is sitting there starving eating their bowls of broth saying, well, at least we don't have Trump. At least we don't have big racist men. It's worth us starving. Meanwhile, you go back and it's like, really? Was it that bad under Trump? Like, what racism are you talking about? Sitting there just eating their their, their gruel. Well, at least we don't have mean tweets. At least we don't have, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing more for green energy and less fossil. Like, you're literally starving to death. You're willing to die for this. Yeah, they are. Fucking idiots. Just yeah. clowns. Total fucking idiots. Clowns. Well, that does it for today's show, folks. We're glad you came over. Over, man, that, that hour and 40 minutes went by quick. Mm. That was fun. Well, we appreciate you being here. And again, don't forget to check out shellshockcbd.com. Hey, also, do you know you can support the show by signing up for our Patreon? Well, if you sign up for our Patreon, the $10 option, we're going to send you some great products. It's the Tipsy Shaving Stuff. We still have it in stock. We got the aftershave. We got a lot of great things here. Here's the link. Go sign up. $10 option a month. You want to support the show? That's the way to do it. And we really appreciate that. It is patreon.com slash show. Again, patreon.com slash show. You sign up for that shaving tier. We're going to send you shaving products right off the bat. Make sure you include your address. We will get this out to you the next day. Support the show. Get some great shaving products. Cologne, aftershave, and a body scrub, and they smell very manly. So unless you're a lesbian, I'd probably just stick it to the guys. So check that out again, patreon.com slash show. There you have it. Hit that share button. Leave a great comment below. Hit the plus button on the Rumble. We appreciate you helping us grow our channel. Make sure you subscribe to the John Burke Podcast channel on Rumble. Got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. As always, fucking stay savage, America. <laughs>